Hi everyone, welcome back to Love Essie, the podcast. This is episode 40, and this week, um, I'm going to talk to you guys about a trio of books that I didn't know I needed, that I had no idea existed and were sheer, utter perfection and were going to completely change my life okay maybe not completely change my life but like oh my god they are so good oh my god so you're probably like ma'am what is wrong with you so here's the thing i feel like i briefly mentioned one of the books in this trio a few episodes ago so let me let me set the story for you right let me pretend to be sophia Petrillo on golden girls uh it was picture it uh new york city aka the bronx 2020 esther me is on twitter scrolling through and uh someone has asked for recommendations about good grovel scenes I believe was the Twitter ask recommendations about good, you know, sort of something along those lines. And, um, be and her books, I believe is the one who mentions, um, Tiffany Rice's the not her naughty holiday and talks about how there's a very great sort of, uh, the hero stands up for the heroine, um, uh, to her family. Like, he, he sort of puts them in their place and it was really great and a few people co-signed and it sort of stuck with me and I think I went and looked for it on Libby and the cover of course is a gorgeous shirtless man he's got flannel tied around his waist but he is shirtless um with a full you know a nice thick sort of beard and a picture of a mountain behind him and a, and the, the 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 reflection of a lake it's a gorgeous cover and it was also a harlequin blaze book and i was like oh okay so harlequin blaze it's a category romance i haven't read you know i've really been sort of dabbling back into the harlequins because you know they're sh- they're shorter read and sometimes the brain is a little too stressed for a longer book so i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna borrow it from the library and i started to read right the book and immediately was like oh wait hold up y'all talked about this grovel scene but no one's talked about the banter the comedy the sheer just like rightness of it all like the cu- the couple clover and uh what's his name eric with a k were just so it you know when you see people bantering back and forth and you know that there's an established relationship there and it's like it, it looks fun from the outside you can imagine it's fun on the inside and you're just like oh this is this a lot of it that's what it felt like as i was reading i was like ooh. and he was a single he was a he was a single father like full custody of full custody of his teenage daughter and their relationship seemed like parent goals like i was just like oh oh this was fun and the ban- the banter was impeccable and i really really enjoyed it and i was like oh my goodness this was much i i didn't know what to expect right i mean i knew it was gonna be good being her books liked it like it couldn't have been bad homegirl doesn't like bad books but 
I was blown away. And this was book two in the trio. So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, and so for fall into romance bingo i put it as the banter square although i feel like i could have done you know um fall activity because it centered around thanksgiving and of course this this trio right it of books is called men men at work i believe yes men at work so i was like okay so then i thought to myself you know i really enjoyed her naughty holiday so why don't I go and read book one in the series, right? And that one's called Her Halloween Treat. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to borrow Her Halloween Treat. And that's what I did, right? I, You know, once again, Libby came through, came through as, you know, Libby does. And I was like, and I started reading it. And something happened. I was going to say reader. Technically, you're a listener, but whatever. For the purposes of today's episode, I'm going to be referring to you, my audience, as the reader. Something happened, reader. Something that I didn't didn't expect, that I didn't see coming, but that um, was absolutely incredible. Um, let me see. Where is it? Ayah. Oh. Why can't I find it? Why can't I find it? Hmm. So this book's right starts this one's set in Halloween, around Halloween period, and our heroine is going home for her brother's wedding, and unfortunately, sadly, um her current boyfriend is kind of a terrible human. And she's like, I'm gonna surprise him in LA, like on my way to like um my brother's wedding in Oregon and then it turns out like boyfriend is like uh, like I said a terrible human not single um and it's bad and then you know she goes home and um meets up with her boy her brother's best friend now here's the thing when I start reading this one again I'm like ooh the 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 back and forth the banter is really fun this one felt really like like I've like a little more there was a lot of innuendo in the banter um and it was i loved it and like oh the sex scenes mm, delicious and i was like you know i'm really really enjoying this and then i got to page 145 on the app on on the yeah the ebook version and i'm gonna read the line like what i like what you know, changed my life. It goes, his heart stole the keys and hopped into his truck, grabbed Joey and started off toward the sunset. Then his heart swerved hard, ran off the road, hit a telephone pole and exploded into a fireball. Oh, fuck. And I wrote a comment for myself because I... It was, see, words. This is what I wrote. This reader is the moment when I knew with the same certainty that the sun rises in the east that I needed all three category romances from Tiffany Rice. So I returned the book on Libby and purchased the trio on Apple Books. Like, I'm seriously not kidding you. I read that. I got to that point. I think I read it, sort of laughed, gasped, read it again 
immediately went to apple books searched for her by name like actually no turned on the store search because i normally have it turned off turned on the store search search for tiffany rice found all three books and was like click 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 thank you so much i must own these went back into libby i was like let me return this so someone else can be blessed with the read of this book i wasn't even finished the second book like i said i was on page 145 and that is what happened and you might be going wait so you got to page 145 in the first book but which for me for you is the second book you're reading because you read book two you're reading out of order and then you went and bought all three but you don't I didn't even know what the third book was about I didn't look I didn't look at the synopsis nothing because I knew having read the book two and having gotten this far in book one that book three couldn't possibly disappoint me because all all of my expectations had been not just met not just exceeded blown out of the water sky high into the galaxy if you could see me right now you'd be like what the fuck is she on but you can't because this is a podcast and you can't see my face that's great someone said i should do youtube videos i was like nah because they're not gonna look insane and people are gonna be like this crackhead in oh jesus who is she she is crazy we don't like now here's the thing right I finished reading um, her Halloween treat and one of the things that I realized, well, no, I finished reading her Halloween treat and was like, I'm going to talk about, you know, her Halloween treat, but then obviously had book three, which is one hot December and was like, well, maybe I'll start to read a little of it and then immediately finish it. Like I literally right before I started recording had just finished one hot December Here's what I've realized about all three books, about this trio. There are many things I've realized. Let me... So here's a list of things that I've realized. Tiffany Rice has done something that I think is really wonderful and I really love to see. Um, In romance, often, especially when we're talking about shorter books... And I'm generalizing, which is bad. So if you're out there going, Esther, I've seen this. And you know, this is my, you know, thought, my bad. Just go with me. Okay, guys, go with me, reader. Go with me where I want to go. Let me lead you on this path. In sometimes it feels like the romance is focusing a little too much on what the heroine wants or not so much what the heroine wants it's expected that women are going to sort of want love and companionship and men kind of sort of after some fucking are like oh maybe it's not just about the orgasms maybe there are feelings are there feelings 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 are bad what are we oh but None of the other pussies feel the same anymore. So maybe it is about feelings. We're not sure what to do. Here I thought all pussy was pussy and pussy was all pussy. And now, apparently, I only want this one. Or, you know, if it's a menage, I only want these two or whatever. All of a sudden, our hero is like, I thought I could stick it in all holes. But now I just want to stick it in one hole. 
huh or you know the holes of only one person or individual or whatever you're probably like where is she going with this what i really really loved is that all three of our heroes in these books are men who realize that they have feelings for the women for the heroines and it isn't like a horror it's a horror that maybe these women won't want to be with them won't love them in return but not a horror to be in love or not like oh that can't possibly happen to me because x y and z and it could also be that i've been reading a lot of historicals where homeboys are like rakes and all this nonsense and they're out here you know fucking everything that moves or in a skirt and all of a sudden they're like wait i went from wanting to you know go to the fuck buffet to wanting you know one entree or wow that was a terrible analogy ew anyway in these three books all three heroes are men who are like i love you know the heroine and i really really hope she loves me because that would be amazing and i would be so lucky to have her and it just felt so fucking awesome i really really enjoyed that these weren't men that were suddenly like oh i guess i'm in love with her and i guess that means we need to be together but oh god like i am not that to say that they didn't think that they were maybe unworthy but it was not like i'm unworthy because i can't be loved or whatever the fuck it was like i really hope she chooses me and wants to be with me but not like i am so damaged and so traumatized and so blah 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 and not to say that they you know didn't have their own issues but if ooh, you know what i'm realizing it felt like these were heroes or male characters who had worked through a lot of their shit whether like we you know we don't see or talk of therapy but they didn't seem like people who had to work through their shit not that they were perfect and like i've never fucked up but no of course not um in one hot december you know he's put in a really uncomfortable position because someone's trying to blackmail the fact that like they'd had you know they basically had a one-night stand and someone um because they worked together she was actually like you know he was her boss and they had a one-night stand and someone else in their workplace was trying to blackmail him about it because you know his dad is someone important and so all of that like they it he fucked up you know kind of broke her heart in the process and ooh, i guess this could kind of sort of be a second chance which sometimes i like and sometimes i don't but anyway I'm, I'm getting off topic a bit but all three were not like love what is that i've never seen it i've never heard of it i can't understand it it was like no i know that i'm in love with her and i really really hope she falls in love with me too and i really want just for her to be happy and that felt so fucking wonderful like i really if you're kind of like i really just want to read some romance 
doesn't need to be too long and I just need something that's going to feel wonderful, I absolutely 100% recommend the Men at Work Trio by Tiffany Rice, which are Harlequin Blaze um, books. And like, because I had no idea. I had no idea. And I think I briefly remember someone in the thread, or it might have been at the beginning of uh, a fall into Ron Bingo saying, oh, it's about time for my yearly reread of the series. And I was like, yearly reread. And I thought, okay, whatever. Now I'm like, girl, yes. Yes, I will be rereading these once a year. Because I mean, I guess you've got like the fun sort of seasonal aspect, right? Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Uh, but you've got three couples who also felt very real. Um, and I mean, these are contemporaries. And they felt like in her Halloween tree, you know, there's, you know, conversation because our heroine's brother, older brother, who the reason she's in town, she's back home is for his wedding. Um, her brother is gay and he's getting married but she remembers when he was in high school and he was outed by someone who wasn't you know someone who was a shitty friend and how her and his best friend the hero had to like walk him to and from class so people wouldn't beat him up and how chris did get into fights to defend her older brother and the fact that like there was a time when her older brother you know probably wasn't even sure he was gonna make it out of high school alive and was now a grown man getting married legally married and like that's a huge deal and so there's obviously a lot of what is happens in real life in the books but the way in which the characters are written especially because harlequins are a shorter a shorter book right you know we're talking about aren't they like anywhere from like 65 to 75,000 words? You know, when other people are writing 105,000 words, like that's a nice 30,000 words, girl. That's, that's a lot. That's mucho chapters more, right? Like if we look at uh, chapter wise, I think, how many chapters is this? Her Halloween tree has 12 chapters, boo boo. That's it. And yet in those 12 chapters, we get, a hero and heroine that are fully fleshed out. We understand their motivations. We understand why they're doing it. Like the characterization is so well done, right? So you totally get um, why these two characters are acting the way that they are, right? In um, her Halloween treat, we've got Joey. That's what she goes by. Her parents actually named her Jolene. So, of course, the whole issue with her ex who was, you know, cheating on his wife. Although that gets explained in a way that I was like, oh, I'm totally on her side. But I'm almost kind of sort of glad that it wasn't your typical. Uh, Anyway. So we've got Jolene and we've got Chris. And the, the things that Jolene, a.k.a. Joy, does, right? makes sense to me based on the characterization same with chris and what i did like was that chris you know knows very early on how he feels about her right like i said page 145 but at no point is he like i must coerce and or manipulate um 
he was supposed to talk to her about working for her brother because him and the brother have gone into business for, you know, some cabin rental shit up in Oregon. And another author could have easily turned it into the two characters start a budding relationship. He doesn't mention the fact that that's what, you know, the brother wanted to ask. And then later it comes out that like, oh, you know, you and my brother wanted me here. And then it's like, oh, did you have sex with me because you are actually into me? Or you were hoping that like sex would make my brain hazy and I would want to, you know, do this job for you. No. So, so you know what happens? That's not what happens because he almost like, he tells her so soon in that I was like, oh, oh, so she knows. So this won't turn into a whole misunderstanding down the road. This won't turn into a whole, oh my God, you betrayed my trust shit. It takes those sort of lazy, or maybe it's not lazy. It takes those um, conflicts that I tend to get aggravated by because I'm like, Biddle, you could have just been honest or told the truth or had a convo. It takes the that away, and yet there's still conflict. There's still, but it doesn't rely on that, which always to me had felt very like, okay. And I don't know, another 100 pages or two, you know, she gonna feel betrayed and then y'all gonna break up for a bit because she feel betrayed. And we do get a scene like that, but it has nothing to do with him keeping, you know, something like that from her. It's more like him being like fully, fully honest, like, eh, actually, I love you. And she's like, girl, what? No, you gonna make me stay. And he's like, no, I'm telling you, I love you. And you can do with that what you want. And she's like, no, you're making me stay. And he's like, am I fell? Because that's not what I'm saying. And she's like, but it is. And so, and then that fascinating, like, back and forth. So I was like, oh, okay. And similar to, you know, in the second book, Her Naughty Holiday, you know, her family. So in Her Naughty Holiday, uh, the heroine Clover basically asks her employee who's a teenage daughter her that girl's father to like be her fake boyfriend so her family can stop bothering her about the fact that she is single even though she's got like a business that some other company wants to buy for five million dollars and it's it's a nursery she's clearly good at her job but they are all kind of like you dropped out of school so you're probably just not as smart as we are or that's at least the the impression or implied feeling and what ends up happening is the truth about the fact that she, you know, basically was like, homeboy is going to be a fake boyfriend comes out and it, two things happen. She blows up at her family and then, wait, does she, no, I think he blows up at them. She's like, you all need to leave, including him. And he's like, okay, we all need to get out. And they're like, wait, what? And he's like, she could us out, so we can't stay here. And he also basically is like, you know, these are the reasons why you're all terrible people. And I think she also blows up at them and is like, what the hell? Like, these are all the reasons why you are terrible people. But then that, you know, and I feel like in some other, some other romances I've read, it's like, oh no, the truth comes out and da da da. And it's just not, it works differently because then the hero's like, oh, it doesn't feel like the hero also piles on to the stress for the heroine it's like the hero's like we fucked up me included we're gonna go and let you you know figure your shit out because you deserve that you don't deserve 
to be made to feel a certain kind of way. And if that's what we're doing, then we got to, you know, and that was like, oh, oh, okay. Look at that. And then in one hot December, you know, the hero broke up with her after the one night stand because he, you know, was basically told like, if you don't break up with her, like, you know, y'all both have to be fired because you cannot, you know, this cannot, this is, you know, obviously not the kind of relationship that is allowed but he doesn't tell her the truth that it's like I broke up with you not because I wasn't interested or wasn't crazy about you but because I was trying to protect you and your reputation and your job so of course she's kind of like oh because what I almost immediately we find out that he's crazy about her and then like a few pages later we find out she's crazy about him and I was like wait so they're both into each other but they don't know wait huh what huh and then as we get more and more of the story I'm like oh I see you know y'all did venture into you know this one night stand six months ago and then things went not so great and then you got a little bit you know things weren't great and you know homegirl's feelings were hurt which valid because she didn't know the real reason she just assumed that he was being you know a typical awful dude who's just like yeah you know fight you once goodbye don't want to don't want to be bothered with you again kind of thing just to come to find out like no actually homeboy is crazy about you but thought that you know this wouldn't work because it would be more detrimental to her than to him right so of course you know in this uh by the time we get to this book like they she has put in her two-week notice because oh the other thing i guess you're probably like well it's a trio so i guess the halloween or sorry, the holidays tie them in together. There is a little bit of overlap in the sense that like in the first book, um, the hero talks about how he had someone else do the cedar shingling or siding, something to do with cedar and siding or shingling because that would have been too much work for him to do. That turn that contractor turns out to be the hero in book two. And then in book three, our heroine has just gotten a job at the nursery that the heroine in book two owns so that's sort of how they're all kind of tied together so these are people i would say that sort of oh would it be like that six degrees of separation where it's like they're not all friends like the contractor guy from book two and the contractor guy from book one are probably very friendly because they both run um although the hero in book three is a construct owns a con or no runs a construction company his father owns it so he probably would know um at least potentially by name um the heroes from the other two books because you know i'm assuming in a you know portland where or sorry it's not set in portland it's said outside of portland uh near mount hood which some of you might be like, oh yeah, I knowing very little about U.S. geography, I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mount Hood, Jonathan, in Oregon, right? What does that really mean? Hmm. Only you will know. So anyway, like that's also sort of how the three books overlap, right? We've got the the holiday thing going on, and there is, but it isn't like, oh, these are three great friends. So we don't, oh, so if you're wondering, like, can I read just one book? Like, maybe I don't want to read all three. You can. I'm just saying, I read, you know, one book. And then I got through the first, 
maybe third of the second book and knew, just knew that I needed to own these books for myself, that I needed to have them for myself because I would need to read them again because they were so wonderful that I would not want to rely on the library having them when I needed them. Um, Oh, um, I guess... So I talked about how book one and book two have a lot of banter. Book three has banter. I feel like book three in some ways was a little bit heavier. There is a death of a parent um, in book three. because, Or not in the book. Um, the hero from book three, his mother, passed away when he was very young. But there was still, you know, banter. Oh, so much sexy times. I mean, all three books. Hot, hot, hot. Which makes sense. They're Harlequin Blaze, right? I believe... Until Dare, um, Blaze was the hottest line. I don't remember if Dare is supposed to be hotter than Blaze or as hot, something along those lines. Um, but yes, all three are hot, well-written, banter, heroes that I'm like, oh. And all three couples feel like... I at no point was I like, oh, and they ended up together, huh? I mean, it's harder for that to... Well, no, that's not true. I've definitely read um, Harlequins where I'm like, I mean, I guess I can believe these two are together, but whatever. Whereas with these, I'm like, oh, yeah, they went on to be together and, like, live really good lives in the sense I mean not to say like and then their lives were perfect and nothing bad ever happened because perfection reigned no but all three couples feel like couples who grew into their love right and worked to get through the good times the bad times the boring times the ugly times the you know mediocre and the like brilliant um no, at no point did I get to the end and was like, oh, I don't know about those two. For all three, I was like, oh, yes. I would love for, you know, to get a, a, a an epilogue, an epilogue to an epilogue 77. Um, you know, just keep telling me their life story. But I'm sure the author is like, girl, no, it's a romance. Not like a lifelong memoir. Get out of here. But yeah, all three I feel like do really really good job of giving us banter and sexy times and heroes and heroines and I'm like I like these people and I'm rooting for these people and I'm so excited to see them come together and then like you throw in the holiday backdrop which is fun right like Halloween which is not my favorite holiday but whatever you know Thanksgiving and then Christmas and all the sort of fun stuff oh and also in um our one hot December right which Christmas but we find out uh the hero's mother was jewish so she's like the heroine is basically like you're jewish if your mom was jewish you're jewish because it passes down um it's matrilineal and her neighbor the heroine's neighbor is also jewish so we get both christmas and hanukkah right in within one book which i think is really cool to see because i feel like Hanukkah isn't necessarily a holiday you know I feel like outside like when there are books set in you know 
December and around the holidays, almost always it's about Christmas. Very, very rarely do I see um, any other kind of holiday mentioned. So I, I really liked, you know, the sort of, and one of the, not one of the, like, I just really liked seeing that being shown within the book. Um, which again, it's a cat, it's not like a long book, but it's done so well, done so well. Like a part of me wants to be like Tiffany Rice, if you want to write any more category romance, I mean, I will throw all my money at you because you are good at this. You are so like, she just, she just has the three. I know I searched and she is so, so good at it. She might also be like, sorry, friends, this was it. I had three. I had three in me. They're out there in the world. You can reread them, which I'm going to because they are so good. So that's really all I had for y'all this week um, because, you know, life. Um, and also like these these three uh, really just stuck out to me. Um, because I don't think I'd read a category romance in a while that just felt so good. Like, I was just like, oh, yes. Oh, this, this was this lot, this. So in the December book, um, the heroine in One Hot December, the heroine's, uh, Jewish neighbor, who is an 81-year-old woman, I believe, um, who's really cool. Oh, and had been a welder in World War II. Oh, that's the other thing. The heroine of the third book is a welder, which I was like, oh, how often, if ever, have I seen a book where the heroine is a welder? A welder, like, and she welds, like, she does sculptures, she does actual art, but she was also, like, working at a construction company just welding. Like, excuse me? I love it. I feel like we don't ever, you know, I don't feel like I've ever seen much of that. But this was something that the neighbor said to her that I was like, oh, I think this is why this, this trio of books is, you know, tickling my happy bone. Don't believe what people say about men being only interested in sex. Men want love as much as women do. I had a father, three brothers, one husband, and two sons, and every last one of them loved their wives like their lives depended on it. You should give this man a little more credit. It's very possible he's falling in love with you. And this, I read this and I was like, this, this is what we're being shown in each of these books, right? This idea that like, it's not just women who are interested in love. Right. And it's not that, oh, men just want sex. No, both men and women want sex and love. Sometimes you've got women who just want sex from men and vice versa, you know, and of this is, you know, in this case, she's just talking about heterosexual relationships. But you can apply this across all boards. We can't assume that people right just want sex because they are masculine presenting or they're from you know or have a specific you know uh profession or work in a specific industry you know people they want love too and you know uh, 
assuming that they just want sex is you know like um oh what is the phrase selling them short right and also assuming that they only want sex when they're interested in you is also selling yourself short because then that means you think you're just worthy of sex and not love like what does that mean what 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 are you trying to say about yourself no good no bueno and so i read that and i was like ooh, this this is like kind of the underlying you know not theme but like it to me it very much felt like ah this is what i'm being shown within these these three books um and i'm loving it because it is absolutely wonderful and again like i said it could be because i do i have you know probably because you know apocalypse now been reading quite a bit of historical but it just is interesting in that i don't always feel when i'm reading romance that the specifically the male character is like yeah i'm in love it's more like wait is that what that feeling is after i I broke up with her or let her leave me oh is that love that's not what we have here it's men who are very much like "Mm, no i know what this is i know this emotion it's love i have love for this person and that's great and I really want them to love me. I really hope they love me. I hope I don't fuck this up. I need them to love me. Damn it. Maybe they won't love me. And if that's the case, I mean, life is going to suck. And that, I don't know that that's a perspective we often see in romance. I mean, you might be like, actually, Esther, here are, is a list of 97 books but we do see this, which valid. I mean, I, I ain't gonna stop you. You can send me the list. Um, but I really, really, you know, was like, ah, yes. Like, very, very good. Very, very, very good. Because, oof. It just... And I finished reading them and felt, like, so happy. Which, that's what you want, right? You don't want to finish reading a book and be like, ugh they were annoying or oh that was a waste of my time or oh this is some bullshit um you know you want to be like yeah i read that and it was fucking awesome um and just oh the i'm like looking at the things i highlighted some of the banter like the banter you know i mean just why why is it so good like at one point she's talking about um in the first book she was living in hawaii when we meet her and she's telling her friend like how her the two years she dated the loser were a waste of time and her friend was like really she goes go look in the toilet and tell me if you see any whales in it kira go look for whales in your toilet right now and then she's like, I don't have to look. I can tell you there are no whales in my toilet. See, it wasn't all a waste then. And I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah. I, maybe it's because it makes me laugh because I'm like, ah, oh, maybe these are some of the things that I too would say to my friends. Like, you are being foolish. Let me enumerate the ways. But I really, really enjoyed 
this trio. So like I said, the Men at Work trio by Tiffany Rice. These are Harlequin Blaze books. Um, you need them. You want them. You better, better get them. Um, they're wonderful. Uh, like, uh, again, holiday, holiday themed. Um, if you're doing fall into rom bingo you can do any of the three for sort of or i guess the first two for fall activities because you know there's um a dress up wedding in her halloween tree and a thanksgiving you know thanksgiving is happening in her naughty holiday you can use any of the three for banter because the I'll say it again the banter is top notch like the dialogue is really 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 fucking good and I love that kind of shit I love really good dialogue um what else could you I'm looking at the squares like where I mean ooh, I just realized I can use it for somewhere you've never been because I've never been to Oregon <laughs> um, or Mount Hood so there you go if you've never been to Oregon or Mount Hood you can use it for somewhere you've never been um I mean if this is the first time you're hearing about Tiffany Rice it can be a new to you author yes a new to you author crafts or puzzles no because I mean welding is not really a craft I mean it is but it isn't it really is not um yeah I think that's pretty much it rainy isn't that much rain i mean there's rain a bit and there's kind of yeah there is rain in the first one i think by the the last two it's just straight up snow but the first one you could do rain pets there are oh in the last one she has a cat she calls it pussy and at one point he's like wait what you have to feed your what which pussy are we talking about which made me cackle. And her pussy's name, and you're probably like, by pussy, I mean cat meow meow, is called Bob Ross, which I was like cackling. I was like, yes, Bob Ross. That's dumb, and I love it. So you could do the last one for pet or pets. Um, I think that's it, you know, for the fall rom bingo. Um, in case, you know, you needed books and don't just read these for that just just read them just just you know you you should read them you should get them you you want them you need them they're wonderful i love them so yeah this was my you know ad for these three books um because why not uh that's it for this week i know it's a shorter episode but you know we are all gonna be all bright y'all gonna hear see me hear me feel me uh next week uh i'm pretty sure i'm gonna do a guilt hunter book next week probably book seven. Ooh, that is ashwini and janvier oh, ashwini and janvier mm, yum delicious sorry um what else oh i'm sure you've heard this message everywhere but in case in case you haven't please fill out your senses just do it just fill it out honestly online i think it took five minutes um if you haven't registered to vote register i know it seems like voting is some bullshit but as many people have pointed out if voting didn't matter they wouldn't work so hard to make sure you couldn't 
right? So clearly it does do something. Oh, and also remember voting isn't just for, you know, (laughs) the president. I mean, not that that's not important, but you also vote in all of the other people who make the decisions, for example, of like who your attorney generals are going to be, your sheriffs. I mean, I live in New York City, so I had no idea about all that sheriff thing because uh, I don't know if we even have one in New York City. I don't believe so. Uh, but yeah, like all there are many elected positions that we don't realize, probably because if we had a more informed populace, they couldn't get away with all the things that they do. So they want you to think that it's just like no big deal or whatever. And yeah, um, okay, that's enough about that because I'm sure you're like, Esther, everyone and their mother is sending me text messages and emails and phone calls and da 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 Right. And so, yeah, that that's all we're going to say about that. And be kind to yourselves uh if seasonal whatever the the thing is where people get depressed because there's less sunshine because the seasons are changing if that's happening i mean try and get sunshine and you know i'm sorry i mean even i've noticed like this year it seems to i've noticing it more again because the world is boo-boo but you know take care um, and yeah, I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Um, all right then. Adios. Sayonara. See you later. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Okay, I know I said I was done, but I just realized something. So, if you, like, want to watch me go absolutely gaga and be ridiculous over unboxing lucy eden's a sort of pre-order box for her blind date with a book boyfriend um i filmed it all on the twitters right not alive i just like did a story um and so it'll be in my highlights because i had so much fun unboxing that and other people have said that they enjoyed watching me have fun unboxing it listen i had no idea that I would be filled with so much joy. Um, Lucy Eden does a phenomenal, and I mean phenomenal job with her marketing, I believe. I mean, the box, the things included, the the care. uh, Absolutely wonderful. So yeah. Go to my Instagram and you can watch uh, me lose my shit. And if you are tempted to purchase like a swag box or whatever from her, do it. Do it. You will not regret it. You will be, I mean, as excited as me. And if you're not excited, like you can like, I don't know, DM me and I can make the oohs and ah sounds for you. That's weird sounding. Whatever. Um, yes. Oh, and if you're like, oh, but we don't know what your Instagram is. Hey. Uh, it's S-E-M-V-E-S-S-I-E-M-V on Instagram. And it'll be in the show notes, as it usually is. But yes, okay, now, for reals, is a bye-bye. Until next week for episode 41. Why did I... Don't know why I did that, guys. Don't know why. But you know, I'm sure by now you're used to my weirdness. Okay, bye!